I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome, Vicki. I know you have a guest for us today. Would you like to introduce her? Yes, I would very much. This is Judy Chrisman Yates, and Judy was on our show before. She was explaining Bitcoin to us, which is a very complicated uh, subject matter, and we thank you very much, Judy, for coming on the show and talking about that. But I wanted to tell our listeners that Judy puts out a wonderful newsletter. It's a financial exploitation newsletter, and she has all of the latest kinds of scams that are happening now in our communities. And I just read her recent newsletter, which is why I wanted to have her back on the show. And the first topic in the newsletter was about the relief checks that the government is going to be sending out. And the caption is, want to get your coronavirus relief check? The scammers do too. So I thought this was a very (laughs) clever, clever caption. Judy, thank you for being on the show again. And the first thing I wanted to ask you was, what might they say specifically in order to try and get our relief check? Specifically, if they ask you anything about your relief check, you know it's a scammer because we do not need to do anything. It turns out the IRS.gov, that's an important link that everyone needs to write down, IRS.gov, just came out today and said that they've issued some checks. And on that link, you can check and see exactly if you're eligible. You can see where your check happens to be in the process. So if anyone calls and asks you anything, you know it's a scammer. The IRS will not do that. They will not text you, email you, or call you. So if somebody calls up and says, hey, we're from the government, we can get your check to you you faster, we just need a couple of pieces of information, we need your social security number, mother's maiden name, all of that, we can just assume that that is a scam. Absolutely. Those are called government imposter scams, somebody pretending to be the government. In this case, for the check, they will be doing absolutely nothing. They're just sending a direct deposit to our accounts based on the information they have. And you can go to the irs.gov and make sure that you have all the appropriate information. But if somebody happened to call and say, oh, we can get you your money early, no, that is a scam. The government, there is not any way to do that, and they will not ask you for personal information. So if somebody does make such a call, if somebody contacts us claiming to be from a governmental agency like the IRS, what should we do? Hang up. Okay. (laughs) That's easy. (laughs) When in doubt, hang up. Yeah. When in doubt, hang up. Right. And you're saying that we don't need to contact them. They're going to contact us, but we can go to this site to see if the government has everything we need. And once again, that site is irs.gov. Is that correct? That's correct. That's the Internal Revenue Service, irs.gov. So that's the agency that we can trust. But they're not going to call us 
We need to make contact with them if we have a question about our money. Exactly. But first, check that website because they're not really, you know, they're overwhelmed with phone calls. So check their website. They have a lot of uh, questions and answers. Uh, They have a place to go to check on your own information. I was just on that website. It's excellent. Excellent. Okay, so my next question is in your newsletter, you also talk about scammers who try and take advantage of our fears about the coronavirus. What kinds of scams might they try and pitch? Well, they're pitching uh, products specific to the virus. For example, they're saying that they have test kits. At this time, no one has a test kit that is available, and there are no pills. There's nothing available that we should be buying on internet. And we have to be really, really careful because, you know, once again, our emotions are high and we want to do everything we can. There was a scam back in, I believe, North Carolina that they advertised on uh, internet that you could go take a test. So you went to a church parking lot in this case, and there were individuals that were wearing medical type clothing And they had swabs, and uh, they were collecting, I believe, $250 for each test. And they were standing there with a swab taking a test uh, from your mouth. And uh, heaven forbid, so they're nice and close to you. And who knows what they were doing with it. It was totally a scam. So we have to be very, very careful. So we have to be careful of anybody calling and offering to sell cures or vaccines or advice on unproven treatments, because as far as we know, at this point, there are none. Is that correct? That is correct. And I have found that most of the insurance companies and um, Medicare have on their links, on their, their specific links, have identified a lot of things. They've they've actually, I looked at the insurance that I have and they tell me what is covered and what I should do and if I have a concern and where to write if I have a question. So just do it with your medical insurance, not one that you find online. And you also mentioned in your newsletter, there might be online sellers who claim to have in-demand products like cleaning products, household products, health, medical supplies, I'm assuming masks, when in fact they don't. So if we get one of those phone calls or a message on our email, what should we do? Well, there's another primary website that I recommend to people. It's called CDC. That is the Center for Disease Control, so cdc.gov. Each of the websites that I'm going to give you today, they each end in G-O-V. And I recommend not going to any site at this point for information unless it ends in .gov so that you can at least have a starting point for legitimate information. And when you go to cdc.gov, there's lots of information on what is true and what is not. So I recommend people be very careful about getting apps that have, for example, maps to to track the virus. The cdc.gov has a map already in place, and you know that's legitimate. It is not some third-party vendor that is collecting your information. So if we get something like a text or an email offering to sell us product or offering to help us get checks from the government, Basically, what we should do is either 
delete if it's a text or an email or if it's a phone call, just hang up. Would that be one of the That's tips? That's what I would you recommend, would? yes. Okay, okay. So that would help us avoid being scammed. Right. And you've, you've talked about websites that we can go to in order to get accurate information. And if you were to pick just maybe two sites, which ones would they be? Well, I need to pick three. And okay. the first one is um, the Federal Trade Commission is a very, very important um, agency that is designed in America to look after us for identity theft and that type of thing, consumer protection. So that is ftc.gov, federaltradecommission.gov. There's all types of information there that talk about checks. They talk about the scams that are going on. A lot of my information oftentimes comes from ftc.gov. So that's the first place, the irs.gov, if you need to check on your check that you'll be getting. That's the other one. CDC is where you go to check on the virus. Perfect. Those are three easy sites to go to, easy sites to remember, ftc.gov, irs.gov, and cdc.gov. That's perfect. We can all remember those. So, Judy, I also wanted to ask you about something that you mentioned to me, and I'm not even sure what it is, but I'm hoping you can explain it to us. It's something that you talked about called Zoom bombing. Zoom bombing. What a funny name. <laughs> That's been so, making all the national news in this last couple of weeks, so yes. <laughs> so tell us about that. Well, Zoom bombing, Zoom is an application, and there's WhatsApp, there is Skype, there are a variety of them out there. And what that is is video teleconferencing, and they've made it very, very simple for us to use technology and get together. And especially since we're isolated, it has become very popular and um, has actually increased by more than 10%. There are over 200 million people that are accessing Zoom. It's easy to use and very friendly. And there are others out there you can check on it. Well, unfortunately, they had a problem with their privacy and their security. The way that was discovered is some hackers got into the system and they actually took over people who worked with video teleconferencing via Zoom. They took over their microphones and they entered into the conversation as to what was going on and also their webcams, by the way. And they said very horrible things, you know, inappropriate things. They also left some pornography and they totally interrupted or disrupted the meeting. Uh, Zoom has said that they have fixed all of that. And, um, you know, that's just the problem with technology. You don't know the problem until it's discovered and hopefully they get in there and they fix it right away. Right. So well, that could be disconcerting. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I read that one of the things they recommend is that you have people have to enter a meeting ID number, That you, and we usually do that when we use Zoom. And also, I noticed on the application, they've taken the meeting number that used to be on the top of the meeting, probably to make people have to have the login to find that. So I can tell they've already taken some steps to make it more secure. Which is really good. We, we all need to set privacy settings so that, you know, we have some control over what is going on. Absolutely. In this particular case, you need a password. Uh, the, the phone number kind of comes in at last minute usually, although they could be published. So that password is very, very helpful. So I got a bulletin 
from the uh, FBI. Actually, it was from Department of Justice. And in that bulletin, they sent what they call scammy calls about the coronavirus that I can play. The thing that struck me about these phone calls, these are robocalls that are trying to trick people into uh, getting involved in a scam. The thing that really struck me was that they are very realistic. They're very real sounding. And I thought I would try and play some of these for our listeners so you would know specifically what kinds of things you need to be careful about. So I'm going to try and do that now. Is that okay, Patty and Judy? Absolutely. Okay. Let's give it a try. Here's the first one. Thank you for calling Coronavirus Hotline because of the limited testing. We are first taking Medicare members. Will the free at-home test be just for you or for you and your spouse? Hello? Hello? Okay, so that was one about offering that free testing. Let's go back and see what else we have. Free test kit scam. Let's see what they're saying here. The coronavirus has caused the U.S. to declare a national emergency. The Families First Coronavirus Response Act has made coronavirus testing more accessible immediately. If you want to receive a free testing kit delivered overnight to your home, press 1. Okay, that one to me sounded very realistic. It sure did. In both of those, they use some terms that you need to really pay attention to, and that is they used federal organizations, um, Medicare, and they said it was the federal government, in a federal agency in the very first one, and they said free testing. The second one, they said it was a national emergency. Naturally, that makes us think, oh, oh, you know, we have to do something right away. And they said testing and use the terms immediately and free. There are emotional terms out there. You need to step back and rethink what is going on, and then you need to go do your homework. You need to get on the computer and go to one of the three agencies that I recommended and ask the questions and find out if it's legitimate. Good advice. Let me play a couple of other ones. This is called sanitation supplies, something we're all concerned about. Dear customer, due to coronavirus outbreak, we deliver a wide range of sanitizers, hand wash, Toilet papers and face masks at your doorstep to safeguard you and your family from coronavirus. No need to visit stores. Get delivery in 24 hours. To order, press 1. For more knowledge and safety tips about coronavirus, press 2. Okay, I thought that was very real. This I'm next sorry, but one, I'm ready to press number one right now because I know I know. Some <laughs> Isn't that the truth? I know. In that case, they use, you know, Things that were very upfront for us, hand sanitizer, masks, and paper products, because those are what we all want. I'm going to play three more in rapid succession here. The next one is health insurance pitches. Then there's mortgage scam. Then there's Social Security Administration. They're all very short. Due to the national health crisis pandemic, we are now offering a special enrollment in your area. If you're 64 and under, please press zero to speak with a licensed healthcare agent to secure your health insurance plan today. If you believe we've reached you in error, please press nine to prevent future calls. Hello. Due to the coronavirus, mortgage interest rates have dropped at all-time low. You may be able to benefit from updated modification and refinance programs. For more information, press five to speak with live agent. Press three to remove or calling us. And here's the last one. Hello. 
This is a call from the Social Security Administration. During these difficult times of the coronavirus, we regret to inform you that we have got an order to suspend your socials immediately within 24 hours due to suspicious and fraudulent activities found on your socials. We are contacting you as this case is critical and needs your urgent attention. To get more information about this case, please call immediately on our department number 888-991-2325. I repeat, 888-991-2325. So I found that at least some of those were very, very realistic. Sanitation supplies, mortgage scam, because we know that mortgage interest rates have dropped. And of course, a lot of people have gotten the Social Security Administration scam, but now they're attaching it to the coronavirus. So I just thought it would be important to play some of these. So in case any of our listeners actually got these phone calls, they would understand these are scams. I think it's really important to hear the real thing that is going on. And in the last three, there were several things that you needed to look for. Most importantly, when they ask you to press a button to get removed from a list, that yells scam. So do not press any buttons on your phone. Hang up and then go do your homework on your computer. The other one, the third one on Social Security, that's an old scam that's coming back using the virus. And they gave you a phone number to call. So when I get a phone number like that, I once again, I hang up. I don't trust anything. But I go and Google the phone number. I just type it in up in the the heading. And I put scam after it. And you would be surprised at how much information you can find on that particular number. But you would not call that number for the Social Security Agency. What you would do is you would actually, if, if you were concerned about that, You would go to sfa.gov, another site, or uh, look them up online and get their phone number and um, actually call them. Don't call a number that somebody happens to give you. Very good advice, Judy. So have you got anything else for us? I think that's a lot to digest today. The grandparent scam is back using the coronavirus. And uh, they're saying the grandparent scam, that's when you get a call and Somebody says that they're a relative like the grandson or whatever and said that I'm sick and I can't pay my bills or whatever it happens to be and they want money. Really want to say that if anyone ever calls and asks you to send gift cards or bitcoins or any cryptocurrency, there is no doubt 100% that those are scams. The scammers love bitcoin and cryptocurrency and they also love gift cards. The reason for that is it's hard to track all of that, almost impossible. So don't fall for that. The other thing is there is an extortion scam that's going on, and people are being called a text, an email, and someone on the other end says that if you don't give me money, I'm going to come over and I'm going to give you the coronavirus or your family member of the virus. Oh, my goodness. Yes, that it's just horrible what scammers think of to do to get your money, but that is for real. Once again, be very careful. I recommend you never answer a phone number that you don't know. And even if you do get a call from somebody that is in your contact list, you need to be very careful. It's very easy for people to take over somebody's phone number. Actually, they're not even taking it over. They are borrowing the phone number through voice over internet protocol. 
and they call you pretending to be, whether it's your child or son or a friend or whatever, then they ask you questions or they're usually in a hurry and say, oh, I need to get your social security number. I need to get this. I need to get your financial information, whatever it happens to be. If you get a call from somebody and you don't recognize, you know you're supposed to be calling, but you're not sure who it is, then be very careful what you say. And you can always just hang up, hang up immediately. And then if it's your grandson, for example, call your grandson back or one of your children and ask how the grandson is. And if it's somebody that has borrowed someone else's phone number and happens to be on your contact list, you hang up and then you call them directly. Because a scammer has not taken over their phone number. They've just borrowed it and they're pretending to be that person that you know and get your personal information. Wow. A lot of fraud going on out there. It's really alarming. And Judy, I want to thank you so much for once again coming on our show and sharing all of your incredible information. Thank um, you, Judy. It was very helpful. And I just want to mention before we go that I've been multitasking while we've been talking. And at the irs.gov site, if any of our listeners are already receiving Social Security Retirement Disability SSDI survivor benefits or railroad or retirement and survivor benefits, they say you do not have to use any application. You'll get this stimulus check money automatically. Good to know. And thank you for multitasking. That's great. (laughs) Excellent. I think that is all that I have. Well, you are a wealth of information, Judy. Thank you so much for being with us here today. Well, hopefully we'll talk again. Okay. Thank you. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, thank you, Vicki, once again, for all the great information on scams. Thanks, Patty. It's always great to be on. Okay. Bye-bye now. Yes. Bye-bye. 